Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The whole reason they couldn't show the trailer is that like someone typed in the fax number wrong and they didn't get the document. 100%. Hi guys! Welcome to Lovecast, the Boys Love Podcast. I'm your host, Pixie, and with me are my co-hosts, Kayla and Alexa. Hello! A tiny bit heads up for those who might notice that I sound a little bit weird. I am a tiny bit sick, (laughs) just two days after getting home from America. But we are going through this because I could not not be a part of this. (laughs) Right. I need it to be a part of this. <laughs> we need we need the opinionated pixie in full force for like, this. Dude, we're going through the GMM TV showcase. There's a lot of opinions to be had. I need to be here. <laughs> As yes. Kayla said on Twitter, this is like the Super Bowl for BL fans. <laughs> this yes. is like it, it really has to is. be talked about. <laughs> Whenever my 100%. favorite actor is in a show, it's like I am a fantasy football player. And I'm putting <laughs> yeah. them into roles and then seeing if they stick. It's so Can fun. I mention to you that it's a little bit weird seeing you guys on the screen now? <laughs> I, yeah, know, I know, I know it is. It is really weird. <laughs> For those who don't know, we recorded in person over last week. Last weekend, yeah. Yes. And that's an episode you won't be able to watch until the end of the year. So, (laughs) Spoiler alert is coming. If you didn't, I mean, unless you're not following us on social media, which you should be, Mm -hmm. you would have known that we were together this week, last weekend. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go check them out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to go through all the show shows. <laughs> yes. And talk a little bit about our initial thoughts yes. about these shows. So the first one out is Boss and a Babe. It's about an esports gamer book. He is forced to do an internship where after noticing his boss force is weirdly into him, realizes he's a fan of his streaming working. Streaming working? Is that a streaming? <laughs> Work. Streaming. Typo. <laughs> <laughs> Streaming work. <laughs> Sorry. Workplace rom-com, boss intern relationship. That's a little bit okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, you have Forcebook, who are the main couple. You have Fluke from Enchanté and Ohm, who's a GMMT rookie, as the secondary. And you have Mike, Drake, and Thor from Star and Sky supporting, and Pinu from Wabi Sabi directing. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. My first thought about this trailer is that the title is tragic. I hate I it. Hate it. I, I hate, hate it. it so much. I hate it. Yes. <laughs> Just saying it is a boss and a babe. It's it's so mm-hmm. cringy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if there's a history of GMMTV like changing the title of the shows between there is. the is pilot that? and the final, but like I hope they change it into something a little bit more like concise. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a boss and a babe sounds like, it sounds like a freaking like the pig movie, the babe movie. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I hate the word babe, because it reminds me of the pig movie. I don't like it at all. Am I showing you how old I am? <laughs> oh my god. New title, yeah. Tether says new title, boss babe, but then I just That's think of boss baby. <laughs> I, I, I title for this as out a, there as a non-english speaker like main speaker <laughs> the word babe is weird to me yeah it's so it weird is word. it's weird to me too <laughs> i can get along with calling people like baby mm-hmm. because i've grown up with see- seeing that on tv but mm-hmm. babe sounds very wrong yeah i don't know yeah that <laughs> i don't know i don't know that was my first initial thought mm-hmm when I saw the trailer but otherwise Mm -hmm. like okay I am very like neutral about force book I didn't watch on Shantae so I don't really have any connection to that pairing yet but I mean I like office rom-coms I'm super here for all the office rom-coms that seem to be coming out in 2023 yeah but yeah the boss and intern dynamic I feel like that's basically what every office rom-com is going to end up being. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It seems cute enough is basically how I feel about it. (laughs) That's my issue with it. Like, I think one of the reasons why I just, like, it's my least favorite trailer is because it's too cutesy. Mm. They're making, Mm. like, a relationship between, like, a boss and an intern cutesy. (laughs) Mm. And I just can't, I can't get on with that. Like, no... Mm. yeah see i i love the concept of him being secretly a fan Mm -hmm. of the the i do like that concept Mm -hmm. i like that concept i think it's really unique but i'm wondering how forceful the boss is gonna be like in the series Mm -hmm. like is he gonna be like weirdly stalker-ish and like pushing himself that vibe when he was just like like asking him to talk and like saying he wants to hear his voice and stuff like that like if my boss was saying that to me with no context i would be leaving that company (laughs) call an hr up yeah (laughs) i (laughs) i don't know i think it could go either way with this one because Mm -hmm. i watched most of enchante and i really liked force and book in it but i don't know i don't know if it's gonna end up being as cutesy as pixie said or if they're going to make it more serious because it does seem like it would be more serious of a relationship between them mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you're gonna have like a workplace story you at least need to make it a little bit adult i have an issue with it seeming very childish yeah yeah i get a childish I mean, vibe from it and that's not good i think 
the thing with a lot of GMM TV's pilot trailers is they tend to go really heavy on the, especially, like, at least for, like, the romantic comedies, they tend to go very heavy on, like, the -the over-the-top comedy element. And Mm -hmm. in the past, I've, at least from the shows that I've actually watched after the pilot trailer, it does seem like that aspect gets toned down in the final Mm -hmm. product. I think, I guess they play it up just to, like, gain interest. I don't know, like, you know. But, yeah, I think the childish comedy, like, the opening scene and books lines in the opening scene of the trailer were a little bit like over the top and cheesy kind of, and that kind of set the tone for the trailer. But mm-hmm. I do think based on their history, they'll hopefully like even out the tone a little bit for the final product. Yeah. I mean, in these initial trailers, no one has really gotten into the show. They don't really mm-hmm. know how it's going to look. Mm-hmm. So I think right. they are monitoring responses to it as yeah. well. Before and historically, they, they do change a lot based on audience reactions that we've seen in the past. I mean, sometimes Mm -hmm. the final product is, like, completely different than the pilot trailer, so... Yeah. So, next is Hidden Agenda, a nerd, played by Dunk, (laughs) wants to date a popular girl, so he goes to her ex, who is played by Jung, to ask him for advice on how to hit on her. It's a universe romance. So, Jung Dunk, main pairing, Ao Gung, secondary pairing, established couple jamie pod guy louie arm and aj supporting speculation from the trailer of a pod guy ship mm-hmm. and pt is directing he works for d hub house yeah he did lovely mm-hmm. writer something mm-hmm. in yes. my room all of that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. yeah i'm just excited for all and boom like I've, I've been saying this to you guys even though none, none of you watch vice versa about how excited i am for their potential in gmm tv 2023 and mm-hmm. like what kind of role they would get so yeah i knew they were gonna get something because gmm tv has been promoting them promoting so them hard and so right. i'm hoping like with them being shown as a secondary couple in this trailer that they'll get a little bit more screen time than they did in Vice Versa because they were kind of like a very small, small piece of Vice Versa. So hopefully they'll start secondary here and then like... Did I hear a rumor that Album's characters are getting married in the show? Yeah, so their whole thing in the trailer was, I guess they're they're presidents of some kind of club and -hmm. they're talking about like basically their life plans and how they want to get married and have kids whether it be through adoption or ivf Mm -hmm. or is that ivf is that correct yeah 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 and so that's what's really i i like established couple dynamics so i'm really excited especially if it seems like there's not going to be like a useless breakup coming from an established Mm -hmm. couple so yeah i'm really excited to see that i do love that they are putting that into the story kind of highlighting how gay couples can do the exact same thing mm. as straight couples can it's really like not having that plans difficult. to establish a family and mm-hmm. going through mm-hmm. with those plans yeah mm-hmm. but yeah i'm here for on um, boom heather said i'm the president of the <laughs> fan club i will gladly <laughs> accept that role <laughs> i was very excited watching it i did not watch the other show with Young and Dunk. Oh, the Star and Sky. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah. But I really like this trailer. I like the the hidden like the hidden part of it. Mm, like there's something the going secrets. on there that yeah. they aren't yeah. telling us. And I want to being know kept. what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Badly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. 
I thought Star in My Mind was super boring. <laughs> so uh, <yeah>. I <laughs> hope I'm hoping that this series does Jung and Dunk justice because I really like them as people and mm-hmm. I want to see more Same. of them. I also like the concept here of Dunk being deceived by everybody because mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see how he deals with that. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's a role that is going to allow them to show their acting chops more. Because mm-hmm. Star yeah, and Sky, exactly. their their role was also like a university romance, but yeah, very um, fluff. yeah, very fluff, very flat, stereotypical, yeah. like what you expect from a university themed Not, BL. Nothing complicated about the characters, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like this one is going to showcase a lot more complicated relationships and mm-hmm. dynamics mm-hmm. and i honestly kind of love the idea of like wanting to hit on someone so you go ask their ex for advice and then end up falling for their ex like i yeah. don't know I, I think that's like a really interesting dynamic to kind of play off so i think it'll be cool to see yeah yeah same no there's a there's a lot that could happen in this and that like you just don't like from the trailer you have no idea how that's gonna no. end up it's a cliffhanger. Who knows? <laughs> Heather. <laughs> Heather wants to talk about the final line in the trailer after the kiss, where he was asking if that's how the girl likes to kiss, and he was like, no, that's how I like to kiss. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cute. That was pretty cute, I will say. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he's being up front. <laughs> you can't Seems say like that like, he's kind of dynamic. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's very so, cheeky. I do like yeah. cheeky characters. I really enjoy cheekiness. Yeah, Jung's character seems like he's going to be very heavy on the cheekiness mm-hmm. factor and throughout he, all of he it. He fits playing a character with a lot of cheek. I yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he does. I'm excited for yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So next up, we have the gun off. Off gun. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking crush, which we manifested. Yes, we did. Uh, yes. A disaster-prone chef needs money to keep his restaurant afloat. He meets a medical student who wants to learn how to cook and decides to scam him for money. It's fantastic <laughs> rom-com. <laughs> oh. So, Afghan main couple, Mark and Neo, are secondary. I did not see that one coming. R.I.P. Neo and Louie. I know. <laughs> Golf, who directed Cupid's Last Wish and Fish, Fish on the Sky. Yeah. On the Sky, yeah. Yeah. I, I was so excited to see this. We put out a poll on our Twitter before the showcase started about how, like, what the likelihood of getting another Off Gun series was. Mm-hmm. And, like, more than 50% of the votes were basically like, are you kidding? It's never going to happen. So, guess when the what? Came up, guess what? <laughs> we manifested it so like when the trailer started playing i was so excited and Mm -hmm. that was one of this is one of the things i wanted to see from off gun that i talked about in our deep dive is like yes a rom-com yeah go watch it if you haven't love cast manifesting skills are on 100 so if there's anything else you want us to (laughs) manifest in the future just let us know yeah but yeah i'm so excited like i know some people were i guess disappointed because they think it's not gonna do justice to Gunn's acting skills but okay. I also think there's Can like they stop they do this skill... every time yeah. he's in a show they do I that think there's a lot skill... too 
there's skill to be used in acting in a comedy as well. Like, comedic acting takes skill. Like, we've seen plenty of times where actors try to be comedic and it just comes off as, like, not the vibe. So, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. feel like, <laughs> just dude, let the dude act in different things. Darian <laughs> Love was hilarious. Yeah. Right. <laughs> True. The shower scene. Yeah. That's the peak comedy. Oh. That is peak comedy right there. It is. it is. And he played it off perfectly. Like, if anything, I have, like, full of... Hun- I never doubt Gun in anything. Mm-hmm. He is so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Also, I heard that Gun is actually the one who asked the director to put them in a romantic comedy. Yeah, because so like, he wanted to something do something like do. upbeat and happy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> so many of, I mean, both not me and Theory of Love did have comedic moments, but it was also like really depressing at times. Yeah. So it'll be nice to just see them in like a full rom-com and just get to have fun with it. Yeah. I mean, play, playing in a show like Not Me has to be a, like mentally taxing. Mm-hmm. putting yourself yeah. into that character so having like comedic shows in between it's just like it's like a it's a mental reset just like yeah. having fun who doesn't want to have fun mm-hmm. yeah and they have right. other series outside of their ship that they're doing that can also expand their acting chops if they need to mm-hmm. like gun is in like this fantasy dark twisted mystery mm-hmm. thing that makes sense and, yeah so like off also has like the midnight series coming and stuff like that so it kind of is like gives me vibes that like people don't care to see their acting outside of BLs, which like that's fine if you just want to watch the yeah. BLs, like you yeah. know, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But like they can have fun together, and like they're obviously a pairing that has a lot of fun together yeah. and enjoys acting together in that way, and also have other projects that are expanding into different genres and stuff at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's like this idea that like doing a comedy romance is like a step down but like i don't think that's the case no it's just a different genre i really Mm -hmm. don't like when people look down on other genres because they're not as highbrow i guess yeah i mean comedic timing is really hard to get down you can't comedy is an art like (laughs) dude and a lot of the lines that get thrown around in comedies are ad-libs and Mm -hmm. That's not easy. <laughs> yeah. I think that takes a lot of, like, a good dynamic and a lot of trust between mm-hmm. actors to be able to, like, ad-lib back and forth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if and anyone can do that, it's, like, and over and over again, oh, making and new different types of every lines. time. Mm-hmm. It's an insane skill mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. So, I will say, though, watching the trailer, I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> the storytelling in that trailer was all over the place. I had no idea what was going on. Like, I needed this description because <laughs> I could not explain it. Yeah, to be honest, like, I wasn't quite sure what was going on until I read the description, but then I read it and went back and, like, watched the trailer again, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, Yes, but Alexa, you should need to read <laughs> yeah, a book I know. to understand yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm not not so impressed about the trailer. I think like they were, it feels like they threw it together in the last minute. 
Maybe they didn't. Who knows? <laughs> oh my gosh. I think this one has a great cast too. Like mm-hmm. Victor, I loved him in The Gifted. And then we have and like Apple, Apple and Apple, Neo. Like mm-hmm. it's a good cast. I'm excited to see all of them working together. Did yeah, you guys see Mark and Neo happening? <laughs> No. no, because I feel like we <laughs> no. were firmly on like Neo Lou, you're gonna have another show together, but I guess GMM TV nope. was like, nope, because mm-hmm. Neo and Mark are in multiple, two different shows together as like yeah. a pairing. So I guess that's mm-hmm. the route that they're going. I mean, that's I think from the trailers we've seen, they have some decent chemistry, but it's just mm-hmm. like I'd never even realized that that was a possibility that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like Gem MTV are trying to test out Neo and Louis where they fit in the place. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously they have more information than we do. So maybe this is better. I mean, Neo yeah. and Louis are still friends. <laughs> you will probably still see them together at times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a lot of, in general, talk about like, Ah, uh, this person only has a support role in the show and that kind of stuff. And I know Louie was one of those people because I think he really did only have like one or two support roles that he showed up in. But I also think like we have to take into account like their lives outside of GMMTV. Like, you know, my, my guy's trying to be a pilot. So who knows? Like he might be <laughs> focusing more on school this year or might have some other stuff going on that he's like stepping back from acting for a little bit. So yeah, I'm sure there was a reasoning to it. I just know like it kind of sucks when you're like on board for a ship and like I feel like especially with the eclipse just having recently ended, a lot of people were like really heavy on the Neo and Louis train and now it's kind of like we're going somewhere else, but I'm here for it. I will say that I hope there aren't like any like racist jokes in it oh because of fish upon the sky sky. yeah i mean i think i mean cupid's last wish seems to have gotten good reception so like hopefully the director has learned from the backlash that he got with fish upon the sky but yeah we'll see yeah, he wasn't learning on Twitter when it happened, though. Like, he was, like, retweeting people <laughs> supporting him Yeah. in, in that joke. <laughs> Just like, yeah. yeah we'll see. We'll Great see dude. how it goes. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't want to judge anything before you see it. I think uh, starting to, like, cancel things without knowing how it'll be is ridiculous and people need space to grow and you need to give people chances, so... Yeah. It's We're a fair giving worry, though. him a chance. If it goes to hell, the torches come out. <laughs> <laughs> torches. gonna will burn the torch something. line herself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so next is Last Twilight. It's a mechanic played by Jimmy struggling to pay off debts takes on a high-paying job as a caretaker to a rich heir who is slowly going blind after an accident. 
I so, am already ready for the angst with this one. So I'm so excited for the angst. Listen, maybe I'm biased because it's Jimmy C and like I've been all in for them since vice versa. But also this trailer. We haven't I've not talked about it at all. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys didn't know that, but um, <laughs> the angst in the trailer, the whole the the whole idea of the storyline of like mm-hmm. someone who's going blind and you come in as their caretaker and like P.O. is directing like oh yes. and he said that he chose Jimmy and C for the roles like he he had them in mind for this story so like mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so excited for it I'm so I will, excited I will say I'm actually excited too um, you're you're Jimmy you're, we're back to like bad fluffy, boy Jimmy so I am fine <laughs> I saw Jimmy smoking and was like yeah I'm here for yeah. it. <laughs> We're here. We're back. We're back to Bad Buddy Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch Vice Versa, obviously, so I don't really know what Jimmy and C have in terms of chemistry, but judging by the trailer, I was like, this is this is good. This is about to be a great story. I, I just need Jimmy to be brooding and, and, and sad. I think he will be. This, this looks like it delivers on that front. <laughs> like the low income mechanic, oh. like the the needing to pay off his debts. It's the it's the perfect recipe for a brooding male lead character. I'm here yeah. for it. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I think it's nice to see like Vice versa, I think, was also a very interesting plot, especially for, like, Jimmy C coming in as a new couple. So it makes me excited that they're getting a lot of interesting storylines from GMMTV, and knowing P. Oaf is behind this is, like, if we can trust one man in the directing industry, it's P. Oaf and some others. But, like, I have no doubt that this is going to be, like, as beautiful as the pilot trailer looked. Yeah, I mean, Piof Getty was first in cow, so. Yeah, he can't be trusted. <laughs> he can't be trusted with everything. Like, you guys know, I love dark stuff. Mm-hmm. So, this is right up my alley. Like, the angst and the sadness and. Yeah. I don't crying. like fluffy sadness, but I li- like angsty sadness. <laughs> Emotional sadness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, felt that. I don't think um, we've yeah. ever gotten a BL like this before. Like, have we had one that dealt with someone being blind? I don't think so. There it has been. Okay. So there is a Vietnamese, very low budget uh, BL oh. that deals with a blind guy. It's oh, not good. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I can't tell if like... you're saying it's not good because the representation was bad or because the no, quality the was bad. actor is doing good as like, like a doing blind person. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, all the actors are doing fine. And the budget, even though it's low, is it's fine. It, the problem with it is the story. Like the plot mm-hmm, of it right. is like a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But that's the same thing, like a caretaker sort of mm-hmm. blind person caretaker relationship. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I would say I'll check it out, but you said it's bad, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch Love Bill instead. It's much better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Only friends. 
A group of oh. uni friends are all involved with each other romantically and sexually. <laughs> trying to, like, I was trying to write the plot synopsis for this show, and like, I was like, that's the plot. Like, what else is there to it? That's the plot. It's a huge orgy. <laughs> The mains are Force Book, First Cow, and Mark and Eo. And P. Jojo is directing. And he did mention that it's along the line of friend zone level toxic. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Dude, the trailer was I mean, I loved every moment of friend zone and all the chaos and all the toxicity and how messy it was. It's like I watched both seasons zone. of that show. Literally. <laughs> it's like friend zone, but everyone is gay. <laughs> Literally. So I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I saw this and I like I have no idea what's going on in the trailer. I am literally so excited for the <laughs> drama, the chaos, the to just it's so chaotic. I am here. Dude, that like yeah. two second clip of Force and Neo like making out has been all over <laughs> my timeline on both of my Twitter accounts. It just pops up like every other tweet. It's I'm like be that... so messy. <laughs> People are set off by this trailer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I think it has significantly more views than all the other ones too. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> I mean, I can watch it a couple of hundred more times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Pixie's just like excited about seeing First and Cal's Hung again. Yeah, that's you. So that's am you. I. But that's I, my main thing. But I was more excited about this show than Our Sky. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's fair. It's nice to see them in something new and like yeah. something, uh, I don't it know. It feels I very adult. The With the sex yes. theme in it, it feels very adult. Mm-hmm. And we can't, like, talk about this and not go into, like, the drama that's been going on online. Yeah. So it's so, gotten some backlash from... Mm-hmm. I basically like the use of sex, and particularly, like, this, uh, a Thai person made a tweet that was, like, why are so many BL shows only focused on the sex? And, like, P. Jojo ended up quoting it and going into, like what he wants the series to be and how he's trying to capture realistic aspects of being a gay adult Mm -hmm. because like sex is part of being gay sex is part Mm -hmm. of being straight like sex is part of adult relationships so i think we've kind of gotten into this and i know that yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think we've gotten kind of into this weird dichotomy with bl shows is that like people are mad if there's no sex in it because Mm -hmm then they think it's trying to, like, purify gay relationships. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. you get a show like this that's kind of based around messy sex and messy relationships, and then people think you're villainizing the queer community. And there's examples both ways, I think. You know, there are shows that have been so fluffy to the point of, like, trying to purify queerness. Yeah. And shows that have also, you know, used sex as a way to make gayness Check seem bad. Yeah. Check out <laughs> But, like, I think P. Jojo, as a queer person, and seeing uh-huh. his previous works, he did Three Will Be Free, he did Friend Zone. Like, this is his There's genre. There's a lot of sex these... in Friend Zone, isn't there? Mm hmm. Yeah. This is his <laughs> yeah. genre. Like, these adult themed, messy shows, he's good at them, and he knows mm-hmm. how to bring the realism out in these type of relationships without 
trying to objectify people or trying to overly purify or villainize or fetishize. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what he's good at. And I think this is what the kind of series that he likes to do. So, like, if anyone was going to do a show like this, like, P. Jojo is the one to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. I think the people who are mad about the sex need to look at themselves a little bit because they are the one fetishizing the sex. We're watching a show that's chaotic, messy, intricate. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot of things happening. And sex is a part of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we're not focusing on just watching it for hot sex. That's not why we're watching it. But when that's you not why say, it's being made either. Like, that's not his yeah, intentions exactly. with making the show. But when you say that a set, like a show with that much sex in it is just for fan service, it's just for or to get people to watch it you're the one fetishizing the sex in it it's Not yeah us. it's a weird point considering i thought the whole point of normalizing gay relationships was to show people show. that we're normal <laughs> and i feel like the argument against p jojo and maybe the themes in the series it reminds me a lot of like that mindset of i'm a better insert minority group than you mm-hmm. it reminds me a lot of that kind of like pick me type energy yeah. <laughs> and i, I don't do, like it like from growing up but norway is pretty sex positive like uh, i didn't grow up with a lot of like uh, slut shaming and people have random sex we don't focus like i have never gotten the question how many partners i've had and i've never asked my partners how many partners like we don't care it doesn't matter sex is normal <laughs> so i get so surprised when watching cultures who are the, like the, have this whole purity thing going and i don't understand why when it's such a natural part of life. Like, yeah. are you just going to do it behind closed door and not talk about it? I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Like, that's what... It, it comes back to these certain, like... And this is, like... I mean, purity culture is huge in America. I mean, mm. it ties a lot back mm-hmm. to different religions and colonization and all that fun stuff. But they see sex as dirty. And yep. I think it goes back into, like, if you want to see queer people having sex they want to see it in the way that they want to view it as opposed to Mm -hmm. how it actually is in real life Mm -hmm. so you know sex is fine when it's in something like ken porsche where you can take it out of reality completely and Mm -hmm. view it through the lens that you want to view it in but when you have a series like this that's Mm -hmm. yeah grounded in reality and is trying to reflect like the realism of these relationships and how messy they can be Mm. then like you can't write it off as just a fantasy or something that you're keeping behind closed doors and i think that's a lot of why people are having an issue with it yeah Mm -hmm. i do find it a little hypocritical for the people who are against like showing gay sex on tv are the same people that often sexualize queer young kids with mm, saying with that, that like, whole, like their queerness has something to do with sex yeah like when did we talk about that in like the unscripted episode where we were talking mm-hmm. about how like queerness is innately associated with sex and that's why people think that young kids shouldn't be taught about 
gay couples and gay relationships and stuff like that because like this overarching theme is that gay equals sex and sex equals Mm -hmm. bad and so i think that that does kind of tie into it a little bit here and you know we're kind of jumping over that i just totally lost my train of thought (laughs) but by like displaying these kind of relationships it all comes back to that like gay equals sex equals bad thing and people can't Mm -hmm untie it from that because of the type of story that it is if that makes sense i mean Mm -hmm. if you don't like sex in shows don't watch it it's an adult show if you're too young to watch it don't watch it yeah (laughs) it's It's as simple as that (laughs) there's enough bl shows (laughs) right now that you can pick and choose what you watch there's enough fluff there's enough sexless shows go watch them don't like get into a space that isn't for you if something triggers you walk away Mm. because it doesn't trigger everyone yeah i was gonna say you also have to look at like the wide lens of all of these shows that are being presented at the showcase Mm -hmm. and they're all like Mm -hmm. pretty much like vastly different types of shows in different Mm -hmm. genres that are portraying different aspects of maybe being queer so it's not like every single show that they're showing is like a friend zone type Mm -hmm. show like there's variation and I just really Mm -hmm. don't like when people look down on shows that have sexual content in it especially if it's queer like no one was having this argument during friend zone not even with the gay characters in it and Mm -hmm. I'm saying like there was a show at the showcase this year, like, The Jungle or whatever, that is basically about a bunch of, like, a group of dudes who, like, want to go and hook up with women. And that's, like, the whole... They have, like, a little five-people group, and, like, that's what they do. They, like, go hunting in bars, hunting for women. And, like, where was the backlash for that? Like, that was also about messy (laughs) sex and relationships. So, like, where... where The the double standard is, like, Mm -hmm. it's it's so painfully obvious and that's what makes it so frustrating i want to like tell people take a moment think back how many straight shows have you seen in the last couple of years that hasn't had some form of sex in it not very many (laughs) please tell me because i couldn't even leave a comment pixie wants to know (laughs) (laughs) Mm. like even most k-dramas are now like insinuating sex uh, Mm -hmm. or practically showing it yeah so yeah the double standard is very obvious and that's what makes it so frustrating when you feel like you have to defend like these Mm -hmm. shows and like p jojo feeling like he has to defend like why Mm -hmm. he wants to make this show against these people that are just throwing these like very hypocritical arguments out and it's so frustrating to watch listen to the gay community please yeah like they've been vocal enough about this that that's it's fine. They feel this relates to their situations most often for a lot of them. So people need to stop being so freaking judgmental about everything. It's getting really tiring. Yeah. Right. There are many ways that you can be gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So next one. I was so excited about this. Dangerous <laughs> Romance. A love, low-income straight-A student, played by Kimo, agrees to tutor a rich asshole bully, played by Perv, in order to earn income to help keep his family afloat. So this is a Perth kimon main couple. And not cute 
little Perth. This is a <laughs> <other laughs> love by chance Perth. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a cute little Perth. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> there's also Mark, Pavin, and Pepper supporting. We're not sure if there's any secondary couples. And Pilit is directing along with P. Voravut? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I put so, two names to this. Yeah, but he worked with Pilit in Meow Years Up. So mm-hmm. that's cool that it's mm-hmm. like a duo that's worked together before. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really exciting because this, like, Pilit talked to us about, like, having a project with GMMTV yes. when we did our episode with him. And, like, we didn't know Man, anything about this. it. <laughs> yeah. So it was so exciting to see that, like, this is the project. It was funny because, like, I guess Perth and Shimon stands were, like, suspecting that p mm-hmm. would be the one directing this because they started, like, adding our tweets to, like, their threads and stuff about oh, Perth right. and Shimon having a series. <laughs> Like, even before the showcase happened, and then, like, yeah. once it was announced, like, obviously they were right, so yeah. it's really exciting to see that, like, mm. I know people have been speculating they would get a series for a long time now, yeah. but to have p be the one directing it is really cool. Yeah, yes. I mean, he did such a good job with uh, Love Mechanic. Yeah. And so it has I'm a really... similar vibe, I feel like, mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of it does. The, the tone of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Chimon and Perth both so much. So I almost feel like this was made for me. Like I've been <laughs> wanting to see more of both of them, especially mm-hmm. since Perth signed under GMM TV. Yeah. And like I'm glad that this is gonna be a more serious maybe story because Perth they're both such good actors, but I really yeah, wanna are. see more Perth's potential. Yeah, so this this is his first BL with GMM TV. I think he's honestly, since he's been with GMMTV, has only really done cameos and stuff. Like, he had a cameo and vice versa, and I know he's had a couple of cameos in other shows, so, like, I think he was kind of flying under the radar for his first year or so with GMMTV, and now they're just, like, throwing him into a lead pairing in 2023, so it's really exciting to see. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. I mean, I enjoy Perth as an actor. I haven't seen yeah, too same. much of what Shimon has been in but I know he's been in some really good stuff so Hmm. I think it's going to be really fun to see how the dynamic plays out yeah and the trailer was really good Mm -hmm. like it's mysterious and it just drew me in and I'm excited to see what's going to (laughs) happen is he taller I don't know I think they're both on the shorter side aren't they (laughs) yeah I think they're both short Instead of like a small and tall or a tall and tall, we get a small and small dynamic. Like we do get like a (laughs) lot of small and tall uh, couples. So it's nice to have like just the even small and small. They can butt heads. Mm. Yeah. It seems like they will be both literally and metaphorically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I think I'm Mm -hmm. gonna be a little harsher on it though, because I know that Chimon and Perth are both really great, and I want to see them Mm. push themselves. Mm -hmm. So I just hope the storyline like continues to be interesting because Mm -hmm. I feel like we've seen a lot of the like, "Hey, I'm gonna go and tutor you now" type things. Mm Tutor fighter. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what I thought of. That's exactly what I thought of. Yeah, so hopefully the plot lives up to their potential. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Pixie, if you like asshole characters, it seems like Perth's <laughs> character in this show will be right up your alley. <laughs> oh my god. I saw this tweet so that was like, between Perth in this trailer, Jimmy in The Last Twilight, and was it first in The Only Friends, they were all smoking, and so <laughs> someone was like, GMMTV's 2023 theme is just cancer. Smoking? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I will so say that smoking. when I was younger, I thought smoking was hot. Then I got old, stopped smoking myself, and smelled people who smoke. And it's yeah. such a fucking turn off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, not my favorite thing in the world, but like I know it's like part of the bad boy aesthetic. So yeah. I guess like, I'm throw it in there. I feel like we moved in <laughs> this year. Like, especially in 2023, we moved past smoking as a bad boy thing. You would think. Instead, they would be having vapes. That's what the youth of today. <laughs> yeah, that is hot. <laughs> Just pull out of vape. <laughs> no, they that's look, like, so corny. White. <laughs> Come again. No. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I didn't like that everyone was smoking in Kim Porsche, honestly. I did. Yeah. Like, it made sense for the story, but I just... Uh, I honestly don't like it, so I don't hope... I hope there won't be too much of it. Yeah, same. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like there's going to be a lot, but maybe, maybe in the final products they'll take some of the smoking out. <laughs> Dude, these actors are going to get lung cancer. What? Well, at least they're not, well, they might smoke in real life, but like usually the ones they use in the shows are like non-tobacco, prop, prop, like yeah, prop, prop, yeah, ones. they have some kind of other mixture in them that looks realistic, but. Uh-huh. Okay, Our Sky 2, so eight-part anthology series that continues the stories of Tian and Poofa, <laughs> 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 Tale of a Thousand Stars, Pran and Pat from Bad Buddy. Kluin and Daunua from Star and Sky, Star in My Mind, Nongyao and Palm, Never Let Me Go, Che and Gun, A Boss and a Babe, Talei and Puen, Vice Versa, Ak and Ayan, The Eclipse, and Tin and Gun, My School President. Yeah, so eight, eight couples. So it's interesting because obviously some of the sh- pairings in this are from shows that haven't aired yet. Never Let Me Go, A Boss and a Babe, and My School President is starting like next week. But that makes me think this is probably going to be um, the last one. The last year. thing from yeah. I'm guessing year. so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. should be interesting. There was, I mean, I'm so excited to see like Poopa and Tien and Pat and Pran mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Like when the trailer started and like at first I thought it was like some kind of advertisement because I was like, why are all these why, like BL boys showing up on my screen? <laughs> and then like they did the switch to like showing Earth and Mix as like Poopan Tien and like yeah. my brain just like exploded. Same. Yeah, oh same. it was I'm so like so I was excited. mouth agape, like gasping every time a new pairing would show up. But yeah. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I mean our sky the first one there was only three and i wasn't particularly like invested in any of the relationships that mm-hmm. they were portraying in them because it was yeah, kong same. and Artie 
and what are their names from Dark Blue Kiss? I can't remember what their characters' names oh, are. Pete. Pete and Cow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the and Puppy Honey. My... Huh? It was um, the Offgun's characters in Puppy Honey were the third pairing from from our Sky pick, One. Pick and Rome? Pick and Rome. Is that what it is? Yeah. Pick and Rome. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I liked those shows at the time, but I mm-hmm. think some of the couples that are going to be included in our Sky 2, I'm a lot more invested in, and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm a lot more invested in BL overall now, so it makes me a lot more excited to see some of their stories come back. Yeah. I mean, we sort of predicted this as well. We've been talking about Our, our Sky 2 pretty long time, True. and we did mention that we wanted sort of like Why Destiny style. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like all the GMM TV boys. Yep. Yeah. They each got their Manifested. own stories. I'm excited. Wow, well, it's going to be really interesting. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> we, like, we are the manifestors of BL, I guess, right now. But yeah, we'll see. I think some of the like some of the storylines in Our Sky One were very like basic, just like yeah. But then there I'm... was like I know the pick and roll one. They did like a body swap thing was going on. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see like how this one's gonna go if they're gonna go more like outlandish with some of the stories or if they're just Mm -hmm. gonna really try and continue them as they are but i think the problem with the first one was that they didn't really know how to continue the stories Mm, and i think they probably had this thought for a really long time so it's probably more fleshed out and they have a lot better talent working for them screenwriters directors a lot better this time around so i have a lot of the directors i think are going to be the people that directed the series so like i know Mm -hmm. p oaf is involved i know p jojo is involved p x who did vice versa so i think they're hopefully it seems like they're gonna aim for all of the directors who did the original series Mm -hmm. to direct that episode of our sky so that's Mm -hmm. cool and like you're you know you're bringing someone back in who knows the story and knows the characters and will hopefully do it justice in doing a follow-up episode. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm ready to go back into my Tale of a Thousand Stars brain rot. I'm so ready. Yeah. Even Bad <laughs> Buddy. Like, I'm excited for Pat and I'm, I was so excited for that one. I know people wanted to see, like, more projects cool. for both Earthmix and Almond mm-hmm. Nanon. Earthmix, we still have Moonlight Chicken. So, like... Yeah. At least they're going to have another project coming out this year. Um, Three shows this year, so... Yeah, but I think for Bad Buddy and for Omen and On, like, it's a nice way to pay homage to a series that was so big. And I think mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we know that Om has talked about, like, kind of wanting to move on and do other projects outside of BL, because he's yeah. done so many BLs over the years. Yeah, he has. So, and it's nice that they're still, like, bringing it back to pay homage to Pat and Pren mm-hmm. in that way. And, like, I'm excited to see mm-hmm. them again. Yeah, and I think people need to understand that GMMTV aren't forcing any of these actors to do anything. Like, yeah. the actors are, can say no to parts. If they were forcing them, they wouldn't be getting, like, a proper performance from them. And that doesn't help the company. So the company isn't going to force them to do something they don't want to. So yeah. people need to stop yelling at DMMTV for not giving them a show for, because it's probably them who said they didn't want one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. <laughs> that's It's not a bad thing that they want to do other stuff. You can't, like, you can't shackle these boys to BL. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's this, like, idea that every time an actor mentions that they want to do projects outside of BL, they get this idea that they're, like, shunning BL and that they, like, Mm -hmm. hate the genre and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I know there have been actors in the past who have made some not great comments about BL and, like, using BL for money and that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, when you think about someone, like, own like mm-hmm. you know that's not the case with he's him. so respectful yeah genre. Like, yeah and i think with so many of the actors in gmmtv like i think they've shown that they genuinely care about the projects they've done and the characters mm-hmm. that they've created so i don't see them wanting to expand outside of the genre into other types of projects as like a shunning of BL or like saying that they hate BL and, and you know, Mm -hmm. all the kind of assumptions that I think get made when they say that. Yeah. And just because they're moving away from BL and doing other stuff doesn't mean they're taking a step up. Yeah, exactly. BL isn't low (laughs) class. It's not low class. People need to stop thinking that way and, and just accept that they want to try something else Mm -hmm. equally good. Yes. Very well said. <laughs> Next, Cherry Magic Thailand. <laughs> I was excited when I heard Cherry Magic Thailand. I was not excited when I heard. <laughs> like, okay, listen, listen, listen. I love Tay. I'll say that first. <laughs> Everyone has an actor that they just don't like. Okay, I can't explain it. It just makes me angry to look at him. <laughs> I just don't like Nui. I can't. I Listen, can't. I'm on board with you because I love Tay like more than love anything, but I yeah. don't like Nui at all. <laughs> but I know that I'm going to end up watching out of sheer curiosity yeah, of anyway. So it's like... Of course, I watched Dark Blue Kiss or whatever. I watched all of those. I even watched Waterboy. Like... <laughs> uh, why does that joke keep getting brought up <laughs> <Yeah. Your> torture <laughs> like it's burned into my skull I, it's gonna torment me for the rest of my life yeah. <laughs> but yeah I just don't like watching Nui and I'm kind of sad that they put Nui in it I would love to see Tay with another couple sorry Pocas but <laughs> I said Tay gun <laughs> I think that's part of my problem is that I think New is supposed to be playing the equivalent of Adachi. Yes. And he I is. don't right. think he fits that at all. No. And like no. honestly, even Tay, I'm like, I could see him playing Kurosawa, but like New does he not needs someone fit the Adachi more vibe. Small to play like to Yeah, and just like push off that. not even like the size dynamic, but just like the What's the word I'm looking for? Like his the character he gives off is kind of very like introverted and intimidating and intimidated and Mm -hmm. like not out of his shell. And I I don't know, I just don't think Nui kind of fits the vibe of Adachi. But I mean maybe it'll be surprising to me. Like I'm Dude, we don't know there might be a change in mains before before it comes out it's oh, pretty <laughs> manifesting that like I mean it happened with you are my favorite so who knows oh, <laughs> oh my god yeah oh, I no, don't know. But, like I want to preface this but no offense to anyone that really like Nui and, and Pocos and everything yeah like, of course I everyone is allowed to like whoever they like I it's just like a personal thing I have <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people who are really excited for it. I know, excuse me, the author of the original manga is, like, really excited that there's mm-hmm. getting an, an adaptation is being done. Yeah, so And I think it is an exciting thing to happen. I just think, like, there are other people I would have preferred to see taking on the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll watch it, and I'll, I honestly will probably enjoy it. Like, I'm curious to see what Thailand does with Cherry Magic. I mean, Magic. we know it's a, it's a good plot. Like, it's a good story. So mm-hmm. at least it'll have that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I mean, Tay and Nu are familiar with each other. Like, they've been together yeah. for a minute as a pairing, mm-hmm. so they'll probably be working well together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people speculated that Tay and Nu were going to be working together again in 2023. GMMTV started promoting them really heavily again, and they've been doing a lot, especially in the second half of the year. I just think, like, I never expected a cherry magic adaptation to be like Mm -hmm. what we would see them in if they were going to work together again. Yeah. Same. It's shocking. Do we think we need a well-established, very popular ship for this to work in the Thai market? I kind of feel like we do need one. Me too. I mean, it makes sense that if any production company was going to take this on, it's GMM TV because they do Mm -hmm. have some of the most like established pairings in the the bl genre so like it's cool and i think they'll be able to do the story justice i hope yeah and there's like i'll just say like there's a lot of red tape taking a show from japan and making a remake of it in yeah they couldn't even they couldn't even show the trailer at the showcase because they were still working out the licensing issues is a nightmare when it comes to licensing and everything everything take, takes like a hundred years they still fax there i mean it's insane so <laughs> they're, what kind faxing, of they're, they're sending faxes back and forth to work out the licensing issues <laughs> faxes like, only. No, no kidding i guarantee you that's it <laughs> they, like, yeah, that's the probably whole, had to the like whole... Get, like, a fax machine from their basement or something, like, no. stow down there just to do this. The whole reason they couldn't show the trailer is that, like, someone typed in the fax number wrong <laughs> and they didn't get the document. 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so I'm funny. that. this was the one where, like, when I was watching the showcase and New walked out on stage, like, I knew it was going to be something with Tay. And, like, I was so confused because they weren't showing the trailer. At first, I thought they were going to, like, do a performance or something like that. (laughs) I was like, are we singing now? (laughs) But then, like, it got to the point where they were starting to bring in some of the elements of, like, cherry magic. Like, what can one touch do kind of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. and I full on, like gasped like audibly i was sitting in my office at work and my office mate was like are you okay because i was so shook by the realization that tay knew we're gonna be doing cherry magic thailand like it was just never in my books in a million years honestly yeah Yeah, i wasn't watching the showcase because i was sleeping but i saw the tweet thread that heather and afterwards alexa was doing on our our twitter and i saw that and i i just like i put on my phone and i'm just like take a moment to process <laughs> yeah. yeah either way it's like a really big deal i feel like that we're getting a thai remake of cherry magic like no matter who is in it it's a big deal yeah, yeah. 
And I think it'll be a stepping stone to see, like, more, maybe more collaboration between the Thai and Japanese BL markets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, Japan has so many, like, staple BL stories that would be cool to see adapted. I think also, from what I've seen from a lot of Japanese BL fans, is that Tainu is really popular in Japan. They recently had a fan meeting and everything there. And they're pretty huge just as a couple there. So I think that's some of the reason why they decided to use them for this. Because they're already established. They can get the Japanese to agree to them because they know they have like the numbers to push it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very possible. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think in terms of like established pairing, like they... In terms of, like, the reach that Tainu has, they were a good choice for this. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, my personal preference, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly. my personal preference, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, Same. I do think, like, the show has a lot of potential. And, like, mm-hmm. I am excited to see and I what the adaptation can look like. No matter what. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for last, not technically a BL. <laughs> well, not technically, not at all <laughs> not, a BL. <laughs> not a BL. But it must be talked about. <laughs> so, 23.5 Degrees is a GL, the first ever GL from GMMTV. Yes. A loner, played by Milk, wants to approach her longtime crush, played by Love, but is scared to do it in real life, so she approaches her online under the pseudonym? So, yeah, we're getting Milk Love main pairing. And also Gemini and fourth secondary. So, Mm -hmm. technically, there's some boys love in it. Yeah. I actually love the idea that the boys love couple is the side couple. Me too. I think it's so iconic. It's time. (laughs) Love those boys to the side. (laughs) Honestly. It's like Um, finally the male characters might get less character development than the female characters. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a first, honestly, even outside of the BL realm, that might be a first for GMMTV, period. In right. any of their shows. Right. But it honestly, was like... very cute, the trailer. I, I got emotional, just because, like, I feel like I thought that there would be a Milk Love series, but at the same time, I was like, did not trust GMMTV to actually, like, come through on that front. So I was, like, excited, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, like, didn't want to be disappointed if it didn't happen. And so, like, when I actually, like, woke up and, like, was awake and saw that it was happening, I was, yeah. like, so mm-hmm. excited and emotional. And, like, I just think, like, it's so it's so exciting that it's finally happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew milk this. and love were like popular, but mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing where I wasn't sure if GMMTV would act on giving them their mm-hmm. own series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love that they are now pushing more GL. Like, we're getting, or we are currently watching Gap, mm-hmm. and there seems to be popping up more GL other countries as well. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. And and I love that Gap so far has been showing the same sort of storyline tropes as a BL. Like they're they're Mm -hmm. doing it the same. It's like those tropes that draw you to the BL genre, Mm -hmm. except like we're seeing it with two women now, which is like that. I feel like that's what people wanted. Like, Like, I think there was this idea that like, 
if they were going to do a GL, like, I don't know, like, it had to be something super impactful or, like, revolutionary or something like that. And that's why so many places were holding back on doing it. But, yeah. like, we want GL and Women Loving mm-hmm. Women Media to have the same opportunities and the same tropes and the same mm-hmm. things Both. that BL has been getting for, like, all these years now. So that's why I'm excited that, like, Gap is playing into a lot of those similar vibes that we saw from Secret Crush on You, like, from yeah. Idol Factory. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 23.5 Degrees has a lot of those, like, stereotypical high school BL tropes that we see mm-hmm. a lot. And, like, that's exciting. And, like, mm-hmm. I want it to get the same treatment as BL does and, like, not be treated any differently because it's focusing on, like, two women and a mm-hmm. relationship between two girls. Yeah. I really love that Saint is taking chances like this is Mm -hmm. something that probably no one else would have started except him yeah at Mm -hmm. least with the budget they have yeah i went on like this whole rant to my sister about (laughs) how much i love and appreciate saint as a person Mm -hmm. and just like thinking about how he started as this like unknown rookie actor and then kind of created i don't know if it's like a he created his own career, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And then now he is staying in the space to try to expand it and better it, yeah. which I really appreciate. With respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the genre. And that's awesome. I keep comparing Saint to Mew because I think they did sort of the same thing. They went different ways, but it, with Mew, with his music and, and Saint with the shows. But but they sort of they created those opportunities themselves and mm-hmm. worked mm-hmm. really hard for it and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, especially after like the drama that came out of, I mean, Saint, both Love by Chance and Why Are You like he went through a lot of crap with both of those shows after the fact, so like it's really exciting now to see him in a place where like he has this company where he's able to do things that he wants to do and that he's passionate about and give opportunities to the actors within Idol Factory and just like bring these projects that he genuinely seems to care about. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of what makes him really excited to watch as well. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be super, super exciting. So, do you guys have any predictions for which shows will be drastically different from their first trailer? Mm. I think Afghan's cooking thing will be drastically different. I think so, too. Mm. Mm. Comedy is, like like I said earlier, there's a lot of ad-lib. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of changes to make the comedy make sense, and they need to see that on screen. To make it make sense. So I think they're going to move in a completely different pattern. Yeah. yeah. I had the same feelings about a boss and a babe. Like I was saying, I think same. when they try and go really heavy on the comedy in the pilot trailer, I mm. feel like the, the outcome, what we see is going to be really different and hopefully like in a good way. I think we'll get to see more like heart of the story hopefully as opposed to just like yeah. these offhanded comedy moments that they tried to push in the pilot trailer so mm. for that reason i thought like a boss and a babe and cooking crush were the two that i mm. pictured being like the most different from what we initially saw yeah 
And yeah, I think it'll be easiest to do too, it with. We don't even know what's going to happen. Because we have there's like no way what to expect with those stories. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. I but, really yeah. hope that only friends doesn't change too much. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they have a vision for it and passion for it, and I really hope they don't buckle under mm-hmm. by the trolls. Yeah, I hope they don't tone it down. That would mm-hmm. be kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know having P Jojo, like I think that he's gonna try his best to stick with what he wants to do, and we hope that like. You know, GMMTV as an overall production company doesn't try and like stifle that in any way. Mm-hmm. So, predictions for the shows that will have the fandom in a frenzy? Only friends. Only friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah, like the. So <laughs> that's the one I've seen the most talk about since the trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for good reason. Like, yeah, shit was wild. And I think just with like the idea of like, all of the mixing between all of these boys, like the mm-hmm. idea of like everyone hooking up with everything, everyone, it kind of takes them outside of their established BL pairings that are in the yeah. show in a way. So I think that's going to be really interesting and draw people in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, friends. I think um, like the dangerous romance too. Like mm-hmm. Perth and Shimon yeah. are yeah. going to raise the roof. <laughs> yeah, I have also seen, like I think... Dangerous Romance, Only Friends, and also Last Twilight. It's just in terms of story, I think that was one that really struck people as being something very different. Mm-hmm. And also with P. Ope directing, I think yeah. people will tune in for pretty much anything P. Ope does. Yeah. And he has a great mm-hmm. reputation. So I think that one will, I think that'll get a lot of people in their feels, especially in yeah. terms of like the yeah. angst and the sad <laughs> storyline. I think that'll get a lot of talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. like, Our Sky, too, is probably going to be, like, a little bit... Like, people will talk about it, but it's too short for each couple, so people won't have, like, that long-time frenzy. Yeah. I think certain, mm-hmm. like, the Pat Pran episode is probably going to go crazy, and, like, the Pupa yeah. Tien. I think Our Sky, in general, is, like, it's a fan service project, so I mm-hmm. think people are going to talk about the parents that they're excited for. Yeah. Like I'm I'm interested to see how it's gonna go with like some of the ones that are focusing on like newer pairings, like Fourth and Gemini, mm-hmm. who are like GMM TV rookies and the people from shows that aren't airing until next year. But yeah. I think some of them will definitely get a lot of buzz about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think like we need to note that we still do have like Moonlight Chicken coming next year. My school president is supposed to air starting in a week, and Never mm-hmm. Let Me Go, which is the Pond and Poo in one, doesn't have a date yet, but it is, I think, supposed to start before the end of the year. So all of those mm-hmm. will also be falling over into 2023 as well. Like Moonlight Chicken, I think it's going to air exclusively in 2023, but My School President Never Let Me Go will also be going partially into 2023 as well. So we have those yeah. three to look forward to yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. True. So there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely Only Friends is going to pop off because people, no matter if they love it or hate it, they'll also watch it. Yeah, it's going to be talked about. <laughs> and maybe the same thing with the Cherry Magic remake mm-hmm. is people love yeah. it or hate it, they're still going to watch it. I think mm-hmm. that a lot of the other shows are just going to have to do with timing. Yeah. And like if they just pick up on trend at the time mm-hmm. that they end up being released. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a strong lineup this year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it for our episode this week. Let us know in the comments which shows and or pairings you're the most excited about. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sharing this episode with your friends really helps us out. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye-bye! Like beforehand, <laughs> I'm better than is, usual today. <laughs> I love it. Please, we need we need the weird pixie. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.